is the Chris Abraham Show. Hey, welcome back. This is Chris Abraham. Chris Cast, formerly known as, but now it's the Chris Abraham Show. And it's windy here. I don't know if you can hear me, but I am doing this episode, season five, episode six, from the Walter Reed Community Center Park. And I am right here at the pickleball court, so you might hear pickleballing in the background. I would love to be a pickleballer, and I hope to become a pickleballer this summer, if not next spring. We'll see. Maybe this uh, fall. Who knows? Got to get into it. But today's episode is going to be about uh, how... I mean, I can't believe how long it's taken me to figure this out, but um, Trump is completely uh, our new, and I know this might be so obvious to you guys, but Trump is America's 9-11. Trump is America's 9-11, and like the Patriot Act, it has enabled America to behave extremely badly, to extreme, to act extreme, to behave extremely fascistic, extremely totalitarian, extremely authoritarian, and even extremely despotically under the guise of by any means necessary, right? And it's the kind of behavior uh, that I don't even know how to deal with because there are, are some people that I've idolized my entire life who have been weaponized and who behave so badly with the understanding that they are having a type of democratic jihad against um, uh, against uh, what they consider to be uh, all those things I just mentioned. They are fighting fascism with fascism. They are fighting despotism with despotism. They are fighting... Um, totalitarianism with totalitarianism. They're fighting identity politics with identity politics. And it is, uh, there's no such thing as a high road. It's all low road. It's all this understanding that while jihad exists and while there are enemies in our own country, um, anything is acceptable as long as the war is won against tyranny. This is a terrible thing that's happening because this has been a conservative playbook for years as well, right? The uh, conservative, I guess, I don't even know, but... There's been this idea of the Second Amendment being a tool to be used in order to fight off tyranny. And there's this idea that Christianity is being victimized. And in the same way that there is a strong belief that 
Jews are being uh, victimized in America. There's also an increasing belief that Christians are being um, victimized. And of course, trans people are being victimized and Asian people are being victimized and LGBTQ people are being victimized and gay people and lesbians are being victimized and women are being victimized and everybody's being victimized. Trump in the interview with uh, Tucker Carlson on uh, Tuesday night spoke as though he was being victimized um, both uh, everybody in associated with the January 6th uh, insurrection is believes they're being victimized. The people who were in Congress on their day believe that they were literally, literally killed and assassinated and hung. And the people who were there uh, believe that they that they were um, being empowered. In just in order to be uh, caught up as victims in a kangaroo court, in a, uh, a false flag that was manifest uh, and weaponized, uh, originally just a, um, a protest against what was considered to be a stolen election into being, uh, if you will, a, a lynch mob that literally killed Pence and hung Pence and killed dozens and hundreds of police officers who up till that moment were the evil part of society are now receiving medals of honor by the same people who uh, tend to uh, want to... Um, they were... Be, being beatified on one hand when it comes to responding to January 6th and then being demonized on the other in response to Black Lives Matter and other, um, other progressive and Democrat riots. So everything's being weaponized. Everything's being counter-weaponized. And I see Trump, who's going to be amazingly successful at least um, when it comes to the primaries, is going to gin everybody up. And who knows, there, there are no rules anymore. Um, people are very willing, uh, I believe, to... I mean, I'm, I'm surprised that they're in... Knock on wood. But I'm surprised there haven't been any, you know, any suicide bombings. I'm surprised that there haven't been any bomb vests. I'm surprised that there's been no, I mean, obviously the transgender uh, person who uh, killed six people in in uh, Tennessee last week or so. I'm pretty sure that has resulted in a sort of de facto martyrdom um, of the uh, of the person who the trans person who uh, entered the school and killed uh, Christian children and teachers
I believe that that is going to be painted as uh, the first um, martyrdom against Christofascism. So since there's no limit on anything, and since both sides are using uh, the totalitarian, authoritarian, um, and even like both sides are using identity politics, both sides are using tyrannical methodologies, everybody's using various and sundry CIA books for destabilizing governments. Um, God, I gotta buy those things off of CIA. Like, everybody's using playbooks from the color revolutions domestically. I mean, it's really exciting to watch. Uh, the only thing we don't have is we don't have a Frenchman's intensity. We do not have, um, there are no workers in the streets. There are no, um, brawls between uh, riot control cops and and normal people who you know deliver or or teach or any of that kind of thing so with that understanding and that lack of commitment to taking the streets um, and you know the French have Twitter and the French have TikTok and the French have Facebook le Facebook uh, and so forth there's no excuse we can't just say uh, that we're, you know, stuck in a world where all we care about is, you know, Tucker or Fox News or whatever. Like, the French have uh, Le Pen, right? They have um, uh, Marine Le Pen. They've got uh, Le Pen the Elder. So, I mean, the only benefit we have is everybody's waiting, everybody's keeping their powder so dry, and everybody's waiting for the whites of the eyes, and everybody is just locking and loading and prepping and fidgeting, and nobody's doing anything. Uh, the fact that America is, at least domestically, all bark and no bite, uh, has really benefited um, uh, the burning down of of the cities the burning down of the of the powers of control right like um i personally think that um january 6 was um a molehill right like there was no burning there was no permanent damage at all there was a little bit of shit on the walls a couple broken things but um to me, it's not an insurrection until bodies are piled up under the hail of gunfire and the entire, um, you know, the entire uh, dome of the Capitol building is incinerated from um, fire or bombs or, or whatever. Right, until, until the Capitol is literally a Reichstag... Um, it was really just just a protest and some breaking and entering, right? So my expectation of domestic terrorism is bodies in the streets. My expectation for 
riots are city blocks burnt to the ground. My expectation for um, uh, for all those things are extremely much more than your tolerance, one's tolerance, Americans' tolerance for antisocial behavior is. I mean, I mean, especially since we're completely normalized on. Um, Hundreds of people dying every Labor and Memorial Day uh, in America, in Chicago, and uh, the streets of New York, and streets of D.C., and so on and so forth. So there's literally, there's 400 million privately owned guns. I'm jacking it to 400 million because I'm not saying legally owned guns. Maybe 500 million guns in general owned by people, whether it's legal or illegal, um, any, any altercation that looks like it's going to be any semblance of a, um, of, uh, a coup d'etat or anything like sedition or anything like an insurrection and so forth, if there aren't bodies being, and not dying of shame three or four or five or six or seven days later from strokes or heart attacks or whatever, right? Not from the humiliation or from uh, being freaked out by the news or any of that sort of thing. If, if the only person who dies was shot in the face, um, Ashley Babbitt, being shot in the neck, I'll be more precise, being shot in the neck by a, uh, a fed through a door, if that's the only casualty and people aren't being, um, you know, stacked up like cords of wood uh, under hails of bombs, burnings, fires, and the hail of lead from gunfire, then it's just, it's, 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 um, it's Hill and Knowlton, it's Edelman, it's public affairs, it's State Department, it's um, it's CIA, it's uh, public affairs from various and sundry groups, and I don't believe it at all. So um, we'll know when it's real, and I never want it to be real. I'm so happy that Americans are, in general, either cowards or unwilling to shit where we eat or are just not nearly uncomfortable enough or our expectations are so low that we are not willing to take to the streets and and um really make people extremely uncomfortable to the point where there's either um real not figurative but real martial law and um, you know, at least echoes of Les Miserables or echoes of, uh, of Let Them Eat Cake or, or one legislator, you know, in a world where, uh, judges and lawyers are being piled up like, like, uh, cords of wood in, in Latin America and around the world, um, the level of, anti-government behavior is mostly verbal and I believe that most of the active um, 
the active antisocial behavior in the terms of of shootings and prevented uh, terrorist attacks and other domestic uh, terrorist attacks in the beginning when it was sexy to be oppressive towards Islamic Americans, Muslim Americans. Um, the feds fomented um, mentally ill people into becoming radicalized. And I believe, you know, in the world of, uh, in the world, it's called the six week cycle, right? Every six weeks, uh, the FBI has to do something that makes it, imp that makes it look like they are earning their keep, that, uh, the Patriot Act deserves to be re, uh, renewed and renewed. And so, you know, the thousands of CIs and the thousands of, um, of federal cops go out there and sting people into behaving badly and then stopping them right before uh, blowing up a fake bomb made of uh, fake fertilizer. So, um, so it's, you know, it's, 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 the, it's, it's safety theater. It's, it's, it's um it's security theater it is uh a series of of it is a way of controlling an uncontrollable populace because as my spooky friend agent k always says uh you cannot you cannot control a public that isn't willing to control themselves, right? It's been proven. You can't, you can't make people who've signed NDAs not reveal things. You need to make them afraid that if they reveal something, they'll lose everything. In a world, in a modern world where people have nothing to lose because they don't own a house, they don't have any kids, they don't have... Um, parents that they care about they might not even have a girlfriend they might not even have a partner they might be completely alone they might be a, a, a they might not even have a brotherhood or a fellowship or a religion they might not have um, an association with people who um, you know in a world these are the people that are oftentimes recruited by spy organizations. You know, um, if you aren't an orphan, but you live an orphan's life and you have nothing to lose, you're extremely dangerous. Luckily, these incel people tend to be extremely cowardly as well. Um, if you're scared of your own shadow and you're completely permanently in a position where you are, are convinced that you're the victim and that you're traumatized and that your power is in your vulnerability, then you're not going to do anything, right? Um, and if you're afraid of guns and afraid of anything like that, then you're not going to arm yourself. And if you are completely balkanized, you're not going to be a joiner either. You're not going to join any group. You're, and if you're completely sure that there's a panopticon over all male groups, including Catholicism and Christianity and Islam, if you believe that um, there is ubiquitous AI digging into every corner, like they couldn't get into, you know, the um, 
uh, like they couldn't get into the um, oh what is it called uh, the server like nobody's watching anything right there in fact there's so much ubiquitous panopticonism that nobody can track anything doing anything um, everybody can figure out what happened after a crime happened but there's no way like pre-crime is a pretty much an inexact science and it's not small it's not a small world after all anymore but um like my buddy agent k said to me he's like there's not a one-to-one -one ratio right um the uh the stasi did an amazing job of turning all children into narcs and turning all neighbors into narcs and to turning all old people into narcs and to making sure that people were not allies with their neighbors or their parents or their children that they realized that the value and power and righteousness of the state transcends uh the concept of um, snitches get stitches right that's the constant libertarian ethos that the state of america if it's going to become a maoist socialist um utopian future uh one needs to seed the trust from that of in god that of family and that of community and not come from an ethos of snitches get stitches but um what is the term um if you see something say something that the only way we can keep things safe is if you actively hammer down the protruding nails so um so there's that like i do not believe i do believe that there's lots of people dying in the cities um inner cities but i say that when it comes to gun crime i don't include suicide in terms of gun crime if you if you if, if your crime is only against yourself then it's not criminal and i don't believe that suicidal people are criminals i do not believe that suicide is a criminal behavior I do not believe that committing suicide is uh, morally, um, even morally uncool. I believe that anybody who wants to check out, um, you know, especially if they believe their brain is broken and they don't feel like they fit anymore, um, and they've been... Um, I mean, you know, it's the three-strike rule, right? Like, if you, if there's been interdiction on your tendency to want to be suicidal uh and you've been and there's been an interdiction on your or an intervention on your behavior several times and you are uh inconsolable then your decision is your own and you know nobody i mean i even dated a girl pretty recently who squirreled she doesn't do it anymore but she she squirreled away what she called her magic yellow pills right like they helped her sleep but she also um squirreled them away 
and made sure that she had a, uh, a death dose, right? A fatal dose. Um, there's a lot of people who do that. Like recently, a family friend um, took her life via hanging, which is an extremely aggressive personal act, right? Like there's no... It's a painful thing, right? Like, unlike a professional hanging, which is in a gallows where you fall 10 feet and break your neck, this is something where you fall maybe off of a stool and it is 100%, um, it is 100% asphyxiation. Oh, God, right? I mean... I believe that you should be allowed to take your own life. I don't believe that the numbers of people who take their own life by a, a firearm should be uh, con included in uh, the number of gun crime deaths in America. Um, that said, there are 400, 500 million uh, legal and illegal guns in America, maybe even a, a billion, and the restraint that garden variety Americans have in their day to day, considering that I think that, you know, most of these shootings are uh, federal setups. I mean, obviously, school shootings and so forth, you know, are uh, less suspect, but, you know, things where people, uh, things are discovered in the nick of time and so forth, like considering that there might be short of a billion firearms in this country um, and 783 or 793 million um, privately owned legally. No, sorry, sorry, I take that back. 300, 383 or 393 million um, privately owned legal firearms. I would say that this is a country of extreme amounts of constraint, right? Like, it's not like uh, the movies where cops are going into the streets after a bank robbery and mowing down using uh, fully automatic AR-15s and machine pistols or the ubiquitous Miami Vice Uzi or Ingram 10 or Ingram 11 or, you know, K9. Is that right? Um, or the ubiquitous MP5 9mm, or the sexy little 380 Scorpion, or 32 caliber Scorpion, CZ Scorpion. Like, this is not, this, uh, there are, it looks like, according to the media, there might be more and more um, full auto Glocks now. That seems to be popular, uh, using the... Um, a third-party uh, Chinese-built sear called, I think they call it a button or a, or, a, or a something. There seems to be more of that, but I've never heard it. I've heard gunshots. I live in the greater D.C. area. I've never heard burp, burp, burp. Burp, 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 burp. I've never heard bursts of three. I've never heard full auto in the streets. I've only heard uh, semi-automatic uh, gunfire. So... I don't even know. Did I stop this at all? Or did I do an introduction? Who knows? Anyway, I think I'm done. But I do think the 
the um, the source of this conversation has a lot to do with what I was saying before, which is to say, um, now that everything has become so uh, life or death, and you know, there's the nine eleven might have been against um, against uh, might have. Uh, allow jihad against the Muslim world or against the Middle East or against Afghanistan or, or this thing called terrorism. Uh, the new one is, is, um, is a jihad against Americans, right? And, uh, and the biggest danger, though, is that anybody who proves extreme can end up under the extremist... Uh, under the extremist um, spyglass, under the uh, the the microscope, right? Uh, you, if you are um, if you are Antifa, uh, you are not immune. You are tomorrow's um, target, right? You, there might be a Christo-fascist focus at the moment, but in a world where, by any means necessary, it means that anybody who takes you know, this is not a sui generis. This is not a, a self-defined mission. This is a, a larger command and, control hearts and, command and control hearts and mind mission, right? So this isn't just BLM. This isn't just trans rights. So this isn't just um, LGBTQ. Or this, just, this isn't just um, pro-choice or pro-life. And this isn't just feminism against patriarchy like no matter what the situation this will be a shape changer that will always change its shape in order to um, foment and exacerbate and cancerify and mutate and uh, what is the term for malignify anything that will destabilize the government in a way that um, there can be uh, better control over the populace and the populace can be um, coerced or manipulated and even better than that uh, decide to um, because going back to Agent K it's much better if the the people who follow think they're the leaders it's much better if the sheep, and I hate to use that word, or it's much better when the flock already knows where to go so that the, uh, so that the shepherd doesn't have to work so hard. And, um, and so, you know, um, what's going to happen if by any means necessary? What is the next, what are the next, uh, what is the next 18 months going to look like, right? Like, I assume that there's just about 18 months between uh, now and, and the election, uh, and I want you to know that Trump has always been a foil. Trump has always been a manifestation of something. He's always been, um, trumped up. He's always been a Trump card. He's always been someone who is a, um, oh, what is the term? A, a, um, a Goldberg from 1984. He's uh, he's a he's a 
he is the manifestation of a false flag. He's the manifestation of a of a boogeyman. He is a manifestation of a Hitler, of a Mussolini, of a Mao, of a Stalin, of a Lenin, of a of a uh, um, of a despot like uh, Ceausescu or whomever. Like he is. He is America's Putin, right? He is the heel in a wrestling match. He is the he is the wrestler you jeer at, while um, the face, and I assume that the face is Joe Biden. The face comes out um, swathed in an American flag, and um, while. Uh, in comes the evil, devious, terrifying, monstrous caricature that is, that is, that is Donald Trump. Donald Trump leans into his caricature. Donald Trump has never tried to remake himself um, into anything but a reduction of Donald Trump. He is, he is the, um, he is the low class version of the Monopoly man, right? He is, he is the Monopoly man with a bad tan, uh, bad dye job, and zero spectacles, zero spats, zero waistcoat, zero white tail, black tail, black tuxedo, right? He is the floppy-haired 1980s villain in any sundry movie where some douchebag um, uh, sleeps with your wife, forecloses your, your house, destroys your credit, and fires you. So... All that said, this is going to be fun to watch. Um, if there are no rules during a time of jihad, um, I'm surprised that things haven't gotten much more terrifying. I think that a periodic school shooting is nothing. Um, 1969, 1968, they burnt down Washington, D.C. They burnt the fucking place down. Not, not just a couple cop cars, but they burnt down what most of U Street right when I started college in 88 here like that whole neighborhood was still POS man still not smoldering literally but smoldering figuratively um, anyway I thought I'd go ahead and uh, record a very sweet and loving and kind and generous uh, blog uh, podcast uh, to keep everything light and uplifted. And I'll talk to you soon. Love you guys. Bye-bye.
you for listening to The Chris Abraham Show. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Until next time.